Good morning. Sorry we're a little bit late. <clears throat> Welcome to all those that are joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoradeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchis Ribis, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Chaf Beis. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, Yerachmiel, Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Basi Tamar, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Yusfendel Basgitaleya, Sororachel Bas Yusfendel, Avivilana Bas Yusfendel, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Tuviet Svi Ben Chaya Aliza, Miriam Sora Liana Bas Yehudis Tvoira, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Simcha Sora Bas Ahuva, Nisim ben Rivka, Shlem Nisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Hindachasa bas Chana, Yehudas Yehuda ben Soramaya, Rus Alexandra Esther Chaya bas Luna Patricia, Mazel bat Zahava, Moshe David Elio ben Risha, Jonas ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Nas Yehuda ben Tali, David Leib ben Shena, Yehuda ben Rivka Rochel, and Yehuda Leib Yitzchak ben Zahava. B'soich Sharchor Yisrael. Rav Nosenzal begins, we were speaking primarily about Emes in this halacha, and then Rav Nosenzal yesterday, in the previous year, included the topic of Emuna. And now Rav Nosenzal is going to go into this a little bit more in detail. Ki Emes ve'emuna because emes and emuna throughout Sifrei Kabbalah, Sifrei Chasidus, are used to represent male and female. The male represents emes, Torah. The female represents the male represents the sun. The female represents the moon. The sun is the concept of emes, a bright light. We mentioned earlier shlach oyrchova amitcha. Emes is called light, <clears throat> and emuna, emuna is in that which you don't see. Emuna is something <clears throat> that we can't understand, like the moon that has no light of its own. And emuna is represented by the woman. Rabbi Nezal once said, if you want to learn emuna, go to the women. See there emuna pshuta. Shalzeh <clears throat> nemar, and regarding Regarding emes and emuna, regarding man and woman, the Pasuk says, Loi toiv heyois odam levadoi, that Hashem said, as great as Odom Arishan was, it's brought that he was on a much higher spiritual level than the angels, that the angels <coughs> would roast meat for him. They served Odom Arishan, he was their rabbi. And, and the Pasuk says, Loi toiv heyois odam levadoi, that with all of his qualifications, he not good alone. Ki ha'odam, shehu ha'das, shehu ha'emes, because man, who represents das, which is synonymous with emes, ki emes v'das heim b'chinachas, because knowledge, true intellect, and truth are one in, 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 in reality, in Torah. Ki ikar ha'das hu lahasig v'leida amitas hadovor, because Rav Nosenzal explains, what's the real definition of das? What do we call understanding or intellect? 
when a person understands what something really is. If a person has a misunderstanding about something or a misunderstanding about a person, then they don't know that per person says, you, I know you very well. The other person says, you don't know me at all. You think you know me, but you have no idea about me. So Rav Nosenzal says here that real das means when a person really understands and realizes the truth, the whole truth about something. As the item is really Kayadua, as is known again in the Sforim that explain, that speak about this. So the Torah says, as great as Das is, as great as Emes is, it's not good when a person has only that. Because as we mentioned in the previous year, Hashem is Emes. The Torah is Emes, and no one can understand Hashem completely, the essence of Hashem. Al came therefore, Hashem said, I'll give the Emes a partner. That's the woman who was the partner to Odomarishon, the woman who is called Isha Yiras Hashem Hitishalo. We know the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avos, "Im ein yira, ein chachma." If there's no yira, there's no chachma. So the chachma, the emes, the das, is incomplete without the yira, without the woman. Shehu bechinas emuna, and yira in this context is synonymous with emuna. Both of them are associated with malchus. Emuna is malchus because just like a king is nothing on his own. We said the moon has no light of its own except what it receives. A king is nothing on his own. A king only is based on the authority that others choose to give him. Then he becomes king. Then he's a king. And so to, so emuna is associated with malchus and yira is associated with malchus. The Mishnah says in Perkei Avos, il mole moiro'o shel malchus, were it not for respect, for authority, people would swallow each other up alive. So Yira and Emuna in this context are synonymous, which is the woman. Isha Yira Sashem. Shehu Ezer Keneged Ho'emes. And Emuna is the partner, the helper to Emes. Ki Iker Shleimus Ho'emes Alidei Emuna Kanal. Because the real completion and perfection of emes is dependent on emuna, as we spoke about in the previous year. And it's only through a combination of ish and isha that we can produce, that we can give birth, bring a child into the world. And also, if we want to give birth to that, if we want to produce das and seichel, it requires emes and emuna. Kikol ha'hoilodois aliyde hadas, because all births are based on das. Kayodua, as is known, we found again in Parshas Bereishis, vayeda odom eschavo ishtoi. When it speaks about Adam and Chava uniting to produce a child, it says Vayeda, the word Das is used. Das is a union. 
Kalidei Hishabrus Emes Vemuna Bishlemus Koroi, because by these two, Emes and Emuna being joined together perfectly, properly, Noilodin Kola Hahasogois Hayediois Hamitiois. That's how we generate, that's how we produce all true intellect, all true knowledge is produced through a combination of emes and emuna, shehu hasogas toiroseinu akdoisha, such as a, the understanding of our Torah, sheyesoida, of which the foundation of the Torah is the combination of both of these, emes ve'emuna. Kamayshekosuv, as we find the Torah is referred to as emes, the Pasuk says, emes. The Torah is Emes. There's another Pasuk that says, Kol emuna. So we see that Torah and Judaism, authentic Torah and authentic Judaism, is and complete Torah and complete Judaism is only when it's a combination of both of these. Emes ve'emuna, ish ve'isha. In Judaism, a man without a wife is called plag guf, a half-wit, incomplete, incomplete. And the Torah uses the term loitoiv, loitoiv. We know Rabbi Nezal, when, when, when somebody was brought to him and he wasn't married yet, and they told him he's a big Talmud Chacham, he said, he said where's his talus? They said, he's not married yet. Let him come back to me when he's married. Meaning that until a person is to get married, there's something missing, there's a certain shleimus that's missing. Because, because true shleimus requires the combination, just like when Hashem created the world. The light of the world required two, shnei mo'oiroi sagdoilin, two large lanterns, the sun and the moon. So to das, chachma, which is referred to as light, requires two, it requires a combination of emes and emuna. Ish ve'isha, the sun and the moon, Torah and Tefillah, that combination. Vezehu ezer kenegdoi. Now, interesting, this is something that the Gemara speaks about, and there are hundreds and hundreds of commentaries on this. Hashem said, I'll make a helper opposite him. Those two words seem to be contradictory. And the Gemara mentions this, that if a person is zoiche, then his wife helps him. If he's not Zoyche, his wife opposes him, chas v'shon. That's one of the interpretations. But Rav Nosenzal here gives another interpretation. Ezer kenegdoi, meaning, kidaiko machmas sheyesh negdius. Because of the fact that there is opposition, there are klipois, there's tumah, there's a sitra achra, Bechinas neged b'neyodom, as it says in a pasuk which Rabbein Zal quotes at the end of chapter 51 in Likutei Moran. This pasuk which finishes with the words neged b'neyodom, those who oppose man, and it's referring to the shedim, the klipois, those forces that oppose mankind, they're called neged b'neyodom. So Rav Zal says now, because of the fact that there, we have this opposition, we have these challenges that we have in this world, this sitrachra, hamavur besoif hatoyrana, which Rabbeinu Zal discusses at the end of chapter 51 in Likud Imran, which this halacha is, hanidfas basoif hasefer miksav yad Rabbeinu Zal, ayin shom. Now Rabbeinu Zal points out here 
that chapter 51 in Likut Imran is one of maybe five chapters in Likut Imran where there are two versions of it. There's the version that Rav Zal wrote based on hearing the shir from Rav Zal, and Rav Zal reviewed Rav Zal's notes and edited it, and that's the final product of what it went into Likut Imran. And then Rav Zal got hold of Rav Zal's manuscript, what Rav Zal wrote originally, Torah Nun Aleph, and there are some differences. And the five, the, these five Torahs are published in back of many Likut Imran's. There's the other version, this Ksaviyad, this manuscript that Rav Zal found, which he, want, he wanted to also include. And at the end of the manuscript is where there's a little bit more explanation on this Neged Bnei Adam. So Rav Zal explains now, because of this kenegdoi, because we in this world are faced with this situation, that there are these opposing forces, that's what creates a situation where emes needs a helper. Emes needs emuna. Ki hanegdius nimshach because the whole concept of the sitrachra and the klipois and all of these negative forces, all of this opposition is because we cannot possibly achieve the highest level of emes. We cannot understand Hashem completely. So the emes is incomplete. Alkain. And therefore, the emes requires assistance. It requires an assistant, which is emuna. Just like chas v'shalom, a person can't walk. A person has a problem walking, they have to have a cane. Why? Because their feet are not perfect. Their feet are not lacking shleimus. They have to have something else to support. And together, with both, the person can walk. And this is why Hashem threw the emes down to the ground. So that through this, the emes will grow, will achieve its completion from Eretz. From Eretz, which we mentioned in the previous year, is Emuna. And this fits beautifully with what the Gemara says. The Medrash says, if a person is zoiche, if a man is zoiche, his wife is a helper to him. If he's not zoiche, chas v'shalom, she opposes him. And this ties in with that concept of Hashem throwing the emes down to the ground. In these two aspects, meaning... <coughs> This is the whole concept of the choices that we're faced with in this world. And it's by a human being being faced with choices all the, all the time and making the right choices, that's how a person keeps clarifying the emes, reaching higher and higher levels of emes. Because Hashem saw that even the emes that was taken from Hashem, now note the word ne'etzal is used here. 
Sometimes we use the word nivra. Hashem saw that the emes that was created from him, meaning the angels that were created from Hashem, the angels of emes. But here he uses the word netzal, which means etzal, closest to, meaning that the moment that the attribute of emes separated from Hashem, even in the slightest degree, and it went into atzilus, it went into that level, even that emes can no longer match up with and understand Hashem's emes, Hashem's real emes. Therefore, Hashem threw the emes down to the earth. Because Hashem didn't want that emes of the malachim that said, don't create man. Therefore, Hashem distanced it from himself. But that distancing, that itself is the tikkun for the emes. How? Through the great tzaddikim that will inhabit this earth, this world, this lowly world, those tzaddikim will be zoichet to hold on to the emes. And they will struggle very hard, they'll work very, very hard till they'll be zoichet to understand the real emes, which is they will come to the realization that it's impossible for anyone to achieve the real, the emes of Hashem himself. So what do we do? But rather, what we need to do is use whatever level of emes we're on to strengthen us in emunah. Meaning that by being honest with ourselves and recognizing our limitations, recognizing, like it says in the Kuzari, Ilu if you would understand Hashem, you would be Hashem. And since I am not Hashem, I can't expect, I need to know that it's impossible for me to understand Hashem and recognize how great Hashem really is. And these tzaddikim will climb the ladder from level to level. Rav Nosanzal says, take a look in other places where we've spoken about this. And also in the Sefer Likutei Eitzos. And in Orachayim. And other places. And other places. To the point where these tzaddikim specifically, through their efforts, will be zoichet to clarify and refine the emes from down here on earth, from this oilam asheker. Bebechinas, as it says clearly, emes me eretz titzmach, that the emes will grow forth, will rise up from the eretz. Rav Nosanzal says, look at the word, look at the term that's used, titzmach. To grow, titzmach is a term used referring to vegetation, plants, how they grow from the ground. Just like when we plant a seed in the ground, and that seed first rots, it falls apart. 
And from that seed grows forth a large tree with fruit and everything. But in order for that to happen, it requires a human being to plant it and to water the seed and to do all the care that needs to be done. In similar form, the tzaddikim work and struggle to refine the emes. Lezoroi, to plant it. Lezoroi, ulenotoi. These are two terms used regarding planting. Bebechinas kuloi zera emes. As we find a pasuk in Yerimianovi, where it refers to emes as zera, seed. That the tzaddik is all seed of truth. Shehu alidei maaseyem hatoivim v'toyrosam v'neflois hachidushim shemechatshim batoyrosam. What is the tzaddik doing it in order to refine this emes? Three things. Number one, ma'aseyim ha'toivim, their good deeds, their mitzvahs and toivim. Number two, toirosam, the study of Torah and teaching Torah. Number three, v'neflois ha'chidushim shemachachin ba'toira, and the incredible revelations in Torah that these tzaddikim are to reveal. Through all of this, they're working at refining the emes more and more. And through this, the emes rises up and grows forth from this lowly world called Eretz. And Ramosazal says, Right now we're in paragraph 22. In paragraph 44, Rav Nelson Zal is going to clarify this still more a little bit. Any questions, please? Question, if the man represents Emes and Torah, why does the Pesach say, <clears throat> Don't reject, don't, don't, don't turn away from the Torah of your mother. The answer is, everything is reflected in the context that it's in. We, in Likud Emran and in many play, we find that the tzaddikim are called the mothers of Klal Yisrael. Rabbi Nezal says in chapter 4 in Likud Emran, just like a mother nurses her baby with milk, so too the tzaddikim nurse us with Torah. The Torah is compared to milk. Dvash v'chol of tachas l'shoinech. So depending on the context, everything depends on the context that it's in. Something, sometimes something could be referred to as A and sometimes B, and it's, it's not a contradiction whatsoever. Now Rav Nosson Zal says, V'chol paragraph Chav Gimel, V'chol Kolodom Leida. Everything we're explaining here in this halacha, every single person needs to know this. And if you'll know, if you'll pay attention to what we've learned in these last pages, you'll save yourself from many stumbling blocks where people stumble and fall and make big mistakes through emes, by supposedly because they're, they're being honest and truthful. Not only will it save the person from the terrible fire of conflict and getting into arguments with people and, and opposing things, where those people, Rachmona Letzlan, who make machloikis against Sadikim, 
or against Talmidei Chachamim, or against Jews, that tears that person out of both worlds. The person destroys their Olam Hazeh and their Olam Haba for nothing, Bechinam for nothing. And listen to these words now carefully. Shemida zois garua mikol hamidois rois shevoilam. This character trait of machlokes, people who are against, they're against Hasidim, they're against tzaddikim. Rav Nosanzal says this is worse than all of the midois rois in the world. Why? He's going to give us a reason. Kishare hamidois vahatayvois yesh bohem ezehechrochis. Because all other midos, all other character traits, and all other, all other taivas, desires, <clears throat> there, is some, there is somewhat of a need for them. A person would say gaiva. Gaiva is the worst thing in the world. Stay at nothing, zero, zero. There's a pasuk, vayigba liboi bedarke Hashem. Rabbi Nezal has a chapter on Likut Imran where he explains that sometimes a person needs to be able to come when a person is feeling down, when the Yitzhahar is telling you you're nothing, you're worthless, your mitzvah is zero, it's nothing, you have to turn on the gaiva and say, I'm not nothing. I am a, a child of Hashem. I'm a member of the holiest, the most important nation in the world, etc., etc. Kas. Kas is avoidisor, it's the worst thing in the world. There are times that a person, each thing has a place in certain uh, extraordinary circumstances. But Rav Nosanzal says, but However, a person must use those midas, it's very delicate. A person has to make sure they're using it based on the guidance of the Torah, or based on the authentic guidance of the Torah. Vafilu beheter, even even when, when it's being done permissibly, shaloi lahar And even if you're doing it permissibly, minimal, a little bit, a little bit. Avlal kol panim yesh bohem hechrech lekiyum hadam. However, the bottom line is that all the other midos roys and taivos roys, there's a need for it in order to sustain mankind. The Gemara says that at one point the rabbis got together and they decided to solve the problem of tikkun abris. We'll take away the desire. We'll eliminate the desire that a man has for a woman or a woman has for a man. And they did it. The Gemara says they did it. And they said the chicken stopped laying eggs. And they saw that the world cannot exist like this. So all taivos royce and midos royce, just about, there is a need for it in a kosher way with a certain minimal. For example, eating and drinking. I just told somebody yesterday the joke, they were talking about dieting and everything. And, and, and I said there's this famous joke about a person who was training his horse to get along with a little less food every day. And less and less and less. And then finally he got to zero food and the horse dropped dead. And he tells his friend the next day, I almost had him completely trained. I had him down to zero food, and then he went ahead and died on me. So a person wants to overcome taiva sachila. We're going to get fair, less, less, less food, and then drop dead. That, that's not breaking taiva sachila. That's committing suicide. So everything else, everything else, there's somewhat of a need. But this issue of machloikis, people who are against, 
against and oppose, and especially machloikas in Klal Yisrael, especially machloikas among religious people, ze klal. That a person doesn't need at all. Vehi mechale and this destroys a person and tears a person out of both worlds. The person loses their oilam haba and they lose their oilam haza more worse than all the taivos. As unfortunately, there are already many people who, who, who destroyed themselves and took themselves out of both worlds as a result of participating in machloikas. Question about machloikas l'shem shamayim. Obviously, Rav Nelson Sal is referring to here the wrong kind of machloikas. He's addressing here what he himself was going, went through and was going through, the terrible machloikas of people opposing another Jewish religious sect that does observe Torah, that does observe mitzvahs. And again, it's no coincidence that we're learning this today we're learning this today when, when it, it's election day here in Eretz Yisrael, Bechirois it's called. And there are hundreds and hundreds of Rabbonim who have signed papers saying any Jew who doesn't vote today, any Jew in Eretz Yisrael who can vote, is, is, is feeding the Sitra Achra. They are they're going to be responsible for Chil Shabbos in this country and Trefois and all the other things that the current government is supporting, the leftist government. Then there's another group of Rabbonim who say any Jew who, who votes doesn't believe in Hashem, doesn't believe in the Torah, chil Hashem, desecrating the Torah. The Knesset is worse than the Vatican. The Vatican in Rome is terrible. The Knesset is much worse. And anyone who supports that, in any, anyone who participates in that in, in, in that in any way is committing the worst sin in the world. Who's right? Where is the Emes? The answer is, it's, it's not so... Co- and each side says that all the Rabbonim, all Rabbonim have agreed, all Rabbonim on the radio, all Rabbonim have agreed that anyone who doesn't vote, da, 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 da. Is, it, is that true? Is that really true? Is it all Rabbonim? And is it all opinions say this way? The answer is, that's not the reality. That's not the case. We don't have a Sanhedrin Agdolatre. We don't have a unanimous uh, opinion. No one can say that. No one can say that. So for either side to say that the other side are murderers and kill and then, and shkotzim and goyim, they're worse than goyim, etc. Person has to, person didn't learn this Likut HaLochus, if they can say that. If we learn this, we know that this is not a time to say that anyone is right or wrong, etc., etc. Each person has to try to search for the right rabbi and, and go by their rabbi. And if another rabbi holds differently, then we don't call him a koifra and a this, etc., etc. Rab Nosnazal said here that all the other midos, all of, and there's a need for it sometimes. And he's saying this wrong type of machlekes, this, this machlekes, again, and there are people that will call it machlekes l'shem shamayim, l'shem shamayim. But a person needs to know, a person has to be a very, very, very big Talmud Chacham to be able to know what's really l'shem shamayim and what's the sitra achra cloaking himself in mitzvahs. 
which Rabbein Zal addressed in chapter 1, page 1 in Likutei Moran, telling us that unfortunately this is going to be a major, major issue that Klal Yisrael is going to have to deal with. And now Rav Nosan adds, And even, not machloikis over religious issues, even machloikis regarding parnasa. A person opens a business, somebody else opens a competing store close by, a person has to distance themselves completely, not to get into machloikis, because by fighting, you're not going to accomplish anything. Adara, but just the opposite. The Torah tells us, that one conflict, among Jews, one conflict regarding money matters can destroy not just their two parnasas, it can destroy a hundred parnasas. We need to believe in what the Torah says that no one can touch, no one can take away what's reserved for their friend. There are people who have a store in a certain neighborhood that's selling a certain product and somebody else opens a store close by a competing store and they go nuts. I'm going to take him to Besan, I'm going to court, I'm going to do everything, every person that comes in, I'm going to tell him he's selling rotten goods, he's a liar, he's a cheat, etc., etc. And another person said, goes over to the other store owner and says, I, I've been here, I've been doing this business here for a while, if I can help you in any way, let me know. Why? Because he knows that money comes from Hashem, Parnassah comes from Hashem. If I oppose, if I fight with someone else, it's not going to bring me more Parnassah. If I help another Jew, that, that'll bring me parnosa. As the Pasuk says, they call out your name, Hashem, and from yours they give you. When people are giving charity, they're not giving their own, they're taking Hashem's money and giving it to Hashem. As the Gemara writes in Yuma, page 38, so that's machloikes when it comes to parnosa. How much more so when there's a machloikes regarding Yiddishkeit, how to serve Hashem. An example of this is the machloikes between the Hasidim and those that were called misnagdim or lamdim. <clears throat> the people who say Torah, 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 and Hasidus is, is Bittel Torah. Or the Machlaikas among different sects of Hasidim. Or the Machlaikas between the Lomdim themselves, which we've seen in our generation, unfortunately, Rahman al-Sam, that even in the Litvish community, even among the Misnagdim, major Machlaikas, and people will go, people who've held differently than another rabbi, supposedly religious young men, went into the other rabbi's shul and broke the windows or smashed the chairs. This type of machlekes is worse than everything. And causes major, major damage. And causes major, major damage. 
And this delays the coming of Moshiach more than all the Averis in the Torah, more than Pigama Bris, more than Gaiva, more than smoking, more than ever. Rav Nosan Sal is being pretty clear here. V'chol hamachloikis hazois hirak sinas chinam. And Rav Nosan Sal says the underlying factor in all of the, in these types of machloikis is unwarranted, unjustified hate. V'hakol machmaso emes. And it's all being done with a banner of emes. Torah, l'shem shamayim. Shekol echod nid meloi she'etzloi emes. Each one of these sides, each one, it, it, it seems to them as if they know the emes. They, they have the emes. Avul be'emes. But the truth is, im yistakel al ho'emes lamitoi. If they look at the real emes, v'loyates atzmei, and they won't fool themselves, bevadai loyachsik b'machloikes alponen. The person will not join in, will not participate in machloikes. They won't speak against any rabbis, any kiistakel al because the person will look at themselves. Ulai hutoyes atzmei. Maybe I'm fooling myself. There are many people who at a certain point in their life thought that something was bad and wrong, and then they changed their opinion, they changed their mind. I mentioned recently, I was in Oman for Rosh Hashanah, this past Rosh Hashanah. Russia is shooting missiles at Ukraine. And there's a Breslava rabbi who lived in the United States, and one of his students called him up and asked him, should I go to Oman for Rosh Hashanah? He said, no, it's Asur. And then a few weeks later, I see the rabbi in Oman. And I say to him, I, I heard Moitzi Shemra about you. I heard you told somebody it's usher to come now. He said, no, it's not. It's true. I did say it a few weeks ago. And then it got closer to Rosh Hashanah. I analyzed, I re-analyzed the situation. And I'm here. V'afilu toye. And even if the person doesn't think they're making a mistake... Yavin, the person will understand that through machloikis you're not going to make anything better. You're not going to make things better with machloikis. Adara, but just the opposite. He's going to make things much worse than anything that he might think he's going to repair by his mistaken ideas. Because by yelling and screaming and opposing, you're not going to fix anything. You're not. Because machloikis is hated. Hashem hates machloikis and people hate machloikis. When somebody yells at them, screams at them, when somebody sees a car going by on Shabbos and says, Shabbos, Shabbos! You're not going to make that person become Shomer Shabbos. Never heard of any person who became Shomer Shabbos that way. And we have heard cases of people, I was just talking to somebody this morning, before the shir, talking about the topic. He mentioned that he was in a shul about 45 years ago in New York, and there was a person there who wasn't yet Shomer Shabbos. And they were in shul, and the gabai of the shul told them that they're going to have an aliyah. And an, a man went over to that person, right after the Gabbai said that, another man in the shul went over to that person and said, you, don't, you will not take that, don't you dare go up to the Torah, etc., etc. 
And the, one of the people in the shul who was a student of Rav Rosenfeld saw this and heard this, and he went over to the man who said that, and he gave him a warning, a warning, heaven help you if you do anything. And he went over to the person and said, you will, you will take that, the Aliyah. And the person said, no, no, no. He insisted, and he led him up, he led him up to the Sefer Torah. <clears throat> the person got the Aliyah, and that person ended up becoming much, much more religious, closer to Hashem. Just to add, but the Ashkocha, that this was all this morning, before the Shir today. Now, this person's son became one of the largest philanthropists in the whole Syrian community. One of the most well-known donors, millions, maybe tens of millions of dollars, to shuls, yeshivas, etc., etc. Now, the person who took, the Rav Rosenfeld student, who took him up to the Aliyah, <coughs> will mention his name, it should be a schus for him and his family, David Asulin. Many years later, this person became a member of the shul and, and support, etc., and he passed away. And his son now is this great philanthropist, etc. And one day, Rav Rosenfeld's student, at one evening he's sleeping at night, and the father, the one who, who 50, 40, 50 years earlier, who got the Ali in that shul, comes to him in a dream and says to him, David, I need a favor. I want you to do something for me, please. My yardside is coming. Could you please arrange that there should be a kiddush in honor of my yardside? Whatever it costs, please take care of it for me. And he's, he has this dream. He wakes up from the dream and he's wondering what to do. And he goes to one of these Sephardic rabbis in the community, Rabbi Nachum, who's known as a Talmud Chacham in Nigla and in Istar. He knows Kabbalah, etc., etc. And he tells him the dream and he says to him, you have to do it. You know, that this could be a real dream. And then he gets the idea, he's going to call up the son. He calls up the son, and he says to him, Stanley, where are you? And he says to him, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Paris. What's wrong? Anything wrong? And he, he figured this person, they weren't close friends, the son and the breast lover. He says, what? Well, he thinks Hashem immediately, who knows, maybe somebody's family. He says, no, 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 everybody's okay, nothing wrong. But I, I want to tell you something. Your father came to me in a dream and asked me to make sure to give a kiddush this Shabbos. But I said, oh, yeah, I can't believe it. I can't, I forgot my father's yurtzeit. Please, please take care of it for me. I'll give you, I'll pay you the money. Make sure they put out a beautiful spread. I'll give you the money for it. And then this person became an automatic donor every year for his father's yurtzeit. There's like auto pay. He gives $3,000 or $5,000 to the shul in memory of his father, that the father passed away. So here again, we don't know. I remember my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld discussed this once in one of the halacha shirim, that there's a shaila in halacha, whether you're allowed to give an aliyah to a person, or you're allowed to call up to the Torah, a person who's a mechalal Shabbos. And there are different opinions. There isn't one united, unanimous opinion. There are different opinions. And my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld said he saw with his own eyes, he, when he was a child, he saw cases like this, and he saw that the Rav of the Shul did give the person aliyah, and the person's life changed. It was life-changing for the person. So here again is an issue in halacha. There's different, differing opinions, and a person needs to have a Rebbe 
who's, who's, who, who has a biru hamedame, who chooses a derech in halacha that's, that's emes, that's emes lamitoi, that kind of derech. We know in the Gemara, we have Beishamai Beishil, and we're told that they were two different approaches to Yiddishkeit. Both are emes, both are tzadikim amitiim. One is emes la'amitoi for now, and we're told that in the future when Mashiach comes, then we'll follow Shammai, the path of Shammai. But in this world now, the path of Hillel is generally the path that we follow. So we see that in the Torah itself, the Torah, which is the book of emes, there's all of these differences, and a person has to be extremely, extremely careful that when an opinion doesn't conform to my opinion, that doesn't mean it's sheker. That doesn't mean it's, that, that I can speak against it, chas v'sham. Rav Zal continues, so that at least the person will not make a mistake using his emes. I'm sorry. Because through machloikis, you're not going to make anything better whatsoever. Because Hashem and every hates machloikis. Rab Zal says, I cannot explain all of this as clearly as it needs to be explained in writing. But a person who, who isn't satisfied with the emes, a person who's searching for the emes lamitoi, the real truth. Remember when Rav Zal came to Rav Zal and he told him he had a job offer. His father-in-law offered him an opportunity to be a, a dayon, a paisek, where he'd be able to sit and learn all day, learn and teach, and, and no issue of pranasa, no difficulty in pranasa whatsoever, be able to devote himself totally to avoid Hashem. And Rabbi Nassau came to Rabbi Nassau and told him about this offer. And Rabbi Nassau said, good, good. Nisht kosher. In Yiddish, nisht kosher means good. Rabbi Nassau heard it, and he felt that not, I, I'm not hearing what I need to hear. And at a later time, he asked the question again to Rabbi Nezal, and Rabbi Nezal again said, Nish kosher. sounds good, sounds good. And Rabbi Nezal still felt he's not being on, he's not being really honest with me. And then on a third occasion, Rabbi Nezal went to Rabbi Nezal and said, please Rabbi, I want to know the real truth. Is this what I should be doing? And Rabbi Nezal said to him, you want to know the real truth? You have a completely different mission. If Rav Nosenzal would have become a Dai and a Poisik, we wouldn't be learning Likute Alochas today. We wouldn't be learning Likute Maran. It was only because he didn't undertake any other responsibilities that he was totally devoted to Rav Nosenzal, that he is the only student who was responsible for writing down all of Rav Nosenzal's shiurim, the Likute Maran, volume one, volume two, the Sipure Maisius, the Sefer Hamidos, the Sichoi Saran, not just Rabbein Azal Shurim, just even discussions, everything, the Shvocheran, everything was in his merit because he didn't take that job. Now what's going on here? He went to the biggest tzaddik and he asked him a shaila. You have to know how to ask a shaila. I remember I, our Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld taught us that a person comes into a rabbi and says, am I allowed to do this? And the rabbi says, yeah, you're allowed to do it. And the person walks out, I asked the Rav, he said, I'm allowed to do it. It's a 100%, 100%, glad, glad kosher. 
And, and then he finds out later that the rabbi doesn't do it. The rabbi told him, I don't understand. You told me I'm allowed to do it. You're right. You are allowed. Would I do it? Never. Not in a billion years. So a person asks the rabbi, is this kosher? Yeah, it's kosher. Would you eat it? No. Definitely not. And I remember I once had on occasion at that time, Rav Rosenfeld had passed away, and I had a certain kesha with Rabbi Tights, and I asked them about a certain wine company, a new wine company in America at that time. And I asked them, is it okay? You know, he said, yeah, it's okay. Would you drink it? No. I said, Baruch Hashem, it worked again. You know, that a person needs to know sometimes according to how you ask a question, according to how serious you are in wanting to know the real truth. Do you want to get by? Rav Zal once said that, I, I believe Rav Zal or Rav Nosenzal said that there are people who say, if you do this, you're yoytzeh. If you do this, you fulfilled the mitzvah, you fulfilled the requirement. Rav Zal said, if a person wants to be yoytzeh, he becomes a yoytzeh menadas. There's an expression, again, in Yiddish, in Hebrew, yoytzeh menadas means the person loses their mind. If a person's just trying to get a passing grade in Judaism, they just want to fulfill the requirement. Is, I just want to do what I have. Don't, don't give me any extras. I just want to do what's required. What, what's my obligation? Sometimes that person ends up making big mistakes. So if a, but if a person wants the real truth, that person will not make a mistake through his MS, which is not perfect, to support fighting, controversy, conflict, and now Rav Nosenzal adds, especially in our times, in our generations, where the Jewish nation is in a very low place, Rav Nosenzal wrote this 150 years ago or more. We do not have any real authority. We don't have a Sanhedrin. We don't have a Melech. We don't have Dovra Melech, Shloimah Melech. How in the world does somebody think they're going to fix everything? Especially through fighting by breaking the windows in somebody else's shul, chas v'shom. Ki l'sakein esoilam, u'laham shechol oilam l'avaydosi esporach, because to repair the world, and to bring the entire world to, to serve Hashem, i efsher kiim alidei hasholam, that will only be accomplished through sholam. K'moishem avur bahatoyor ritzitza, as Rabbi Nezal begins, chapter 27 in Likut Imran, where he says, Laham shech sholem boilem, in order to bring the entire world to serving Hashem shoulder to shoulder, the only way that can be achieved is through sholem. That's the opening words in that chapter in Likut Imran. V'alkein, and therefore the Gemara says, Eliyahu u'moshiach, both Elianovi and Mashiach, who are g- going to be the ones to complete the repair of the world, Yasku Rak Their main focus and mission is going to be to achieve world peace, Jewish peace and world peace. As the Mishnah says in Adios, Ein Eliyahu is not going to come to declare Tomei or Toher, 
His main mission is going to be to bring peace to the world. And we find in the Novi Yeshaya Novi, it refers to Moshiach as Sar Sholoim. And therefore, Im Ho'emes if a person's interpretation of emes, of what's right, and, and this is what the halacha says, and this is what the Torah says, if your emes is, is supporting machloikis, is causing machloikis, person has to throw that emes to the ground, get rid of it, and to distance it from oneself. Because Hashem does not want that kind of an emes, an emes that causes machlekes. Now remember, don't misinterpret what Rav Nosson is saying here, then we have to embrace the reform movement and the conservative movement and the constructive movement and the LQCY, all of these interesting movements, these new movements that have come up. And we have to be one with it. He's not saying that. He's saying that with, within Emes, within certain parameters, there are boundaries. There are that this, that our Torah says, that if a person has a certain type of bad neighbor, you have to distance yourself from that bad neighbor. There's a time and place for everything, but it takes a very, very high level authority to be able to, to define where the boundaries are. And again, in ter- even, even if you know the boundaries, even if you're going to stay away, it doesn't mean break that person's windows. It doesn't mean throw stones. It doesn't mean call that person names. Chas We're not finished yet in Yitzhashem. There's going to be more and more clarity. There's still person thinks, well, I heard everything. We haven't heard everything. Rav Nosanzal is going to continue on this topic, clarifying, making it clearer and clearer. Halavai, we should be zeichet to promote to promote Hashem, to promote the Torah, to promote the tzaddikim amitiyim, we should be zeicha, to the right to, to the right kind of emes, and to, to participate in bringing about the Geula Shlema. In, in last week's Parsha, Parsha Snoyach, we had the, the story of the Tower of Bovel, where there were people that got together, joined together, and said, let's build a tower which will reach up to heaven and we'll make a name for ourselves. We'll make a name for ourselves. And the Zohar Kodesh says, what, what kind of tower is this talking about? And the Zohar Kodesh says it's talking about a shul or a yeshiva. <clears throat> Those people who are building shuls and yeshivas, but it's not about Hashem, it's about me. It's about that my name can be in big letters. The mezuzah can be a little, little, little mezuzah. I want my name in gigantic letters. Everybody should know I mine. I built it. I donated. I'm in control here. I'll decide who to fire, who to hire. Fire the rabbi, hire the rabbi. Rahman al-Islam, Rahman al-Islam. We should be zeicher to, to join those shuls and those yeshivas which are really l'shem shamayim, which are really where the only interest is Hashem's name and the, the Hashem's authority and, and the authority of the tzaddikim amitim. Wishing everybody a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Simchas, Yeshua's, Rafuas for all of us. Mitzvah